Hello everyone and welcome to the HMG Saturday Night Wreckage. I am your host Jimmy T. Unfortunately Chris couldn't make it tonight. He's not feeling well and we hope he comes back ASAP because hey it's his show. But doesn't matter for now because my co-host we've got the opinion haver times two even though he should be times three. It is Jamie the Vet Williams. Dude welcome back to your show. What's, what's cracking? There is no sick. <laughs> There's um, no sick. Yeah. Well, uh, we are, uh, you know, we're we're down a man, but we've replaced him. And you know what they always say, Jimmy? It's you got to have equal or greater value. So, uh, who do we have joining us uh, today for the first time ever on Wreckage? I believe it is. Uh, yeah. John Enroy, welcome to the Wreckage. As a matter of fact. I thought maybe you appeared one other time, but I guess you haven't, haven't you? Uh, I think I did maybe once, but not with the vet. I think it was uh, early iterations. The second time ever on Wreckage? Yeah. Two times. I think it is. Two times. Two times. I mean, there's more. Two time yeah. Champion. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. boys, before we sift through the wreckage, um, is there any news we need to talk about before we get into it? Anyone? Well, we can start with the reason why we're a little bit late today. Uh, we were waiting oh, for wow. some other recordings to finish up. So we apologize yeah. for everybody that likes, you know, that sharp 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern time wreckage. Uh, uh, but, you know, when uh, the boss has got business, then he's got to take care of that business first. So heat on Ben and uh, <laughs> never us. We were all ready to go, ready to rock, ready to roll. Ready to rock and or roll. So that's the first bit of news. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're ready to rock. But unfortunately, here we are. I mean, it's up to 3 a.m. for me, Ben. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well luckily, yeah. Uh, you don't exist. So it really doesn't matter what Not time me. it is in <laughs> that fictional country slash continent of yours. Um, <laughs> and, uh, John, you're on Central Time, right? Which is that also better not even exist like it might as well there's really no, no, no like east coast that. time shouldn't exist central time is the best time because then you get everything but you don't have to be up so late so like mm. you know news is at not 11 o'clock 10 o'clock so i can watch news and go to bed so wow interesting nice. so local news yeah. is st still just 10 o'clock it's not 11 o'clock in central yeah it's 10 o'clock in central that's right so, and then uh, stuff gets done at like, so prime time for us is at like seven in the morning, seven at night. So it's great. You're not up, you're not having to wait till eight o'clock to watch your shows. You're at seven because then you get like Jeopardy and all that before then at six. So it's great. <laughs> well, before we get into the wreckage, um, I just want to say shout outs to the chat. I mean, we've got G Ball, Media M5, Lab Rat, Elizabeth, some punk 82, whoever that is, he's some punk thank you for joining us and i think that's about it thank you for joining us right here on the wreckage um vet should we sift through it or what man yeah let's, a g3333 uh, ball is there he 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 asked about my windsor pub replacement so my oh, what about oh well there you go here it is uh, i'm gonna say what four. About... Oh, okay there you go well uh, vet, let's get into the wreckage i mean did this feel, look, and before you do get into it, did it feel, I mean, it, it seemed like a strong sort of card, but at the same time, 
there's something missing with the show, man. I don't know. That's how I felt anyway. I don't know. So, John, do you, I mean, look, I've been assured by you that you have a life. So, you probably yeah. don't catch a lot of collision and bless you. Um, but on this particular night, you know, I guess you did. So what is the impression for somebody that's so, you know, in and out of whatever AEW is up to at any given moment? Like, it feels like I'm watching a fever dream of a five-year-old child um, because everything feels so disconnected and so all over the place. It's like, okay, I may have picked up some stuff a couple weeks ago and I'm like, where is some of that stuff that was there two weeks ago? Why... What, what what's going on right now? I, I feel like every time I watch, there's like a drastically different story going on, you know? Mm. Uh, and, and I guess that's the hard part about it between, wait, wait, oh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill have the Ring of Honor belts? So when did that happen? You know, or <laughs> like, you know, it's just trying to keep track of everything is so hard and nebulous. It's part of the reason why I'm like, I love AEW, but if I'm going to watch, I'm only going to watch when my friends wrestle because it's hard to keep track of everything. I can't. So that's last night was hard. It was really hard for me to engage because I knew about Edge. I knew about Christian and I knew about a couple other things, but everything else was just like, oh, OK. And then the main event. Oh, Daniel Bryan is facing, um, you know, Christian. Cool. Um, I thought he was with the combat club people um okay did they not come out to help it was just i would it was weird to watch the end of it you know i, I don't know i don't know don't worry What's they that? covered I... they covered their bases on that but okay. very lazily but jimmy i think you can attest to the fact that you watch everything of AEW, and it's not any easier to follow when you watch it right <laughs> you're spot on bit it is not easy to follow because usually and and to what you said john and and I don't, and I understand why you feel that way, because nothing really makes sense. For example, tonight <laughs> we had uh, what da Brian Danielson now is a babyface. I mean, I told you not to worry about those tired old tropes, Jimmy. What have I told you about <laughs> that? But but it's stupid though, man. Like, why do they continue to do this? You he's a heel one week, babyface the other week. Where was the BCC? Just like John said, they were nowhere to be seen. I mean, I just don't understand why this happens. I mean, for crying out loud, TK got his toys to sing him a happy birthday this past Wednesday. I mean, what does that tell you? And it was awkward too, just quietly. Or loudly. <laughs> yeah. It was awkward. Uh, it was very awkward. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? Maybe the best way to find answers is to actually just sift through this piece by piece, move a... <laughs> move a car door aside, clear out some windshield glass. Let, let's just, let's just see what, let's just see what we see. And let's see if we can't set an all time, uh, wreckage record, uh, <laughs> to, to get this accident cleaned up and just move on, you know, get everybody where they need to be. Um, <clears throat> uh, now before anything, Jimmy, I have to ask you, was there like some, or John, was there some opening, Saturday night's main event promos on this episode because I didn't get to see him if there no. was. No, I didn't either. Actually, no, no, there wasn't. Funny enough, and oddly enough, on my feed, on the Fight TV feed, I couldn't even hear what was going on or see between Edge and Christian 
at the start of the show. And as a matter of fact, I went online just to see if other people had the same issue. And yeah, I wasn't the only one. So I don't know if you guys had any sort of weird interruptions during the start of the show, but I did, as well as everybody that was watching Two Fight TV. Well, that part uh, I did see normally. Uh, so yeah. I guess that was okay for me. But uh, yeah, so, so, but it, it basically comes out, you know, Edge starts the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's out there and he's, he's just, you know, bullshits for a little while. And then Christian interrupts before he gets to say anything important. Um, and he's got this whole entourage with him. You know, I think there was, yeah, it's just, a, just these, these random security guards that these guys couldn't have possibly been independent wrestlers, um, at all. You, you can't tell by their haircuts or whatever. You couldn't tell this is short Ludwig Kaiser and Jordan Oliver and Daba Kato and, uh, you know, like that, there are all these guys. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, before they get to, before they get to anything, uh, then you had, uh, Danielson come out and uh he interrupts uh and he says that uh you know we had uh Luchasaurus and Traitorsaurus are going to be banned from ringside in the main event <laughs> and then um I th I don't remember where but some point in this because a bunch of people let me just say who all comes out so then <laughs> Starks and Bill come out and then FTR come out and then uh Brian wants the match now and then everybody starts beating up the security guards for whatever reason. And then no it's reason. just, a, yeah, it's just a schmoz. And then it's like, eh, let's go to break. Um, but somewhere man. in there, uh, I think it was, was it Ricky Starks or somebody said that the Blackpool Combat Club got banned from ringside. I think they said yeah, they yeah, banned him from stopped. the building or something like that. It was. But even worse, dude. I mean, what about the promo back to back between Edge and Starks with the rock comments and uh, the Edge references and whatnot, they were pretty cold, man. It felt a little personal in in many ways. Yeah. So is Edge already coming in and starting shit, or did they just approve all this and just say let's make it look real? And then I mean, yeah, but you know what? Why would you be down for that to be called a vanilla midget? And you know I'm that part, maybe be... he didn't agree to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. mention that. So, like, that's a bit strange to me, but uh. I found that very interesting, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know, John. What? Did, how did you take that? Do you, do you think Edge was uh, going into business for himself a little bit there? Uh, look, I, it kind of—it's <laughs> hard not to think that the way it went about and the way it was said. It, was, it felt very personal. It felt very like, okay, it's I'm, I'm just—you know—I'm <laughs> just gonna—I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna do it. Fuck it, you know, and. Uh, it, the the only other surprising thing from this whole thing was Ricky Stark's suit. Um, that color suit was that was that was something uh, to say the least. But yeah, I, I feel like he was going for himself. He was just like, "Hey, I'm not on a script. I'm not in WWE anymore. I could say whatever I want. So here we go. Let me toss this grenade into the room and then walk out." You know, it, it's kind of what it felt like. Well, um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I don't really know what the motivation was behind it. I will just say that um, listening to 
him on the talk is Jericho thing where he's explaining himself and these reasons and just the stuff that he's saying that you would expect anybody to say in that position. And it's, he's talking about like how much he loves those little details and things like that. And I'm like, bro, your debut was the shits. Your debut was the drizzling fucking shits. And you should be embarrassed to have been part of it where you, you make a run in save, but you got to play your little movie first and then you're you're talking about giggling like a schoolgirl holding Darby's legs shooting the fucking camera. It's like you came in and you already shit the bed, bro. Nobody gives a fuck. I, you deserve to be playing in front of 400 people or whatever it is. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like I could I I couldn't possibly and then if if in fact you are just like calling somebody a that's not even your line vanilla midget is kevin nash's line <laughs> yeah. so you're accusing somebody of acting like somebody else and you're using kevin nash's lines i don't understand this person you know i i never cared about edge but i at least had a, some level of respect for him at some point and i guess when you go to aw you leave all that at the door the only person that feels like i respect more after going to AEW was punk like i didn't respect him as much in the wwe as i did him trying to you know to seemingly do the right thing in AEW, and we saw that worked out for him so you know let's see how it works for old cope uh, but anyway well i mean i guess my my wonderance is is this an example of wrestlers who think they know better and then they go to AEW? Like, oh, I know better how to handle my creative. And then, so he does, and it's the shits, right? Like, could, could this be an example of that, Matt? I mean, it very well I could. I mean, think about it 25 years or whatever it was in WWE. Um, and how could you not just be a complete sports entertainment product at that point? Mm -hmm. Like, your, your, your logic and reason are all warped. You've been brainwashed. This is what you think the business is. You were a mark for the WWE. You, we all know you were at WrestleMania six when you were a kid. Like <laughs> you, we know that you've been brainwashed. Look, we all were like, if, if that's what you got, like I didn't get to watch territory wrestling. Cause I'm from California. We didn't really have that. So it was WWF for nothing for the most part. Mm. So like, I get it. I get where these guys have been. Cause I was there. I had to get unbrainwashed. I had to have short round burn me with fire and wake me up from the black sleep too you know yeah. so i get it but still um you know at some point you you have to he's had plenty of time he's had nine years uh or however long he was out to um take inventory of things and think about the things that he could have done and then if you go back to wwe and you try to do those things you quickly get beaten back down into their system and the way they do things. And then all that, all that time, that personal reflection and everything that, that you got to go through that just gets undone immediately. And then you go to AEW and you're just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Whatever. Who cares? You, maybe he thinks he's doing it legitimately good. Maybe he wishes he had it back to do over again. Like personally, I would have booked wrestle dream to, actually here's what i would have done tell me what you guys think because i was just yeah. thinking about this what if right at the end like the last 30 seconds or something of zero hour you hit that music mm. and he comes out and now it's like oh shit, i'm gonna buy this now 
You know, yeah. you're trying to sell pay-per-views. What if you did that? And then it's like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then it just goes to black. So now you got to buy it or steal it, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like continue to watch it. And then you open the show with him saying, I'm here. I wasn't going to miss this. I'm, you know, whatever. You could do your little movie thing and everything. And then if you want to do that business at the end and have him run out during that, now that everybody's assuming he's going to run out so that builds the anticipation then it builds the anticipation oh is he gonna is he gonna go with his friend or is he gonna go with you know sting and darby oh you could have done everything the same but you just introduce him at first so you don't look like a fucking asshole posing while this guy this 60 year old man is about to get his head caved in right anyway what do i know i'm just some fucking guy on a podcast so you know, here's another guy that I used to think knew what he was doing, MJF. And he's going to oh, stand boy. up to Jewish hate. And oh, I don't God. have no problem with that, uh, personally. Um, but, you know, we get this little uh, vignette here to, uh, you know, further along his, um, you know, which I think you guys probably, I would guess you probably agree that whatever was made of the whole Juice Robinson thing was probably a little overblown. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So. I don't really think I don't really think it was as big of a deal as people wanted it's to make it out to. Joke, but... man! It's like calling a right. Greek lock, and I hear this all the time. You know, oh, you you know you love giving it to you know in the ass and blah blah blah. It's the same fucking thing, man. Right? You know what I mean? And it's, also, it's not anti-Jewish or anything. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, Juice has been punching people at quarters for a while, so yeah, don't yeah. don't tell me that he was knew this was coming months in advance. Don't tell me they know anything really months in advance there. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there, there's a little promo showing him with like Robert Kraft and, you know, some other prominent figures and stuff. So they're, they're doing a cool little thing. Um, and then we get, uh, Samoa Joe, which, okay. I'm like, all right, Samoa Joe, um, versus, uh, Willie Mack for the ring of honor TV championship. Why? I don't know. Um, cause if they had something where Willie Mack won a shot at this on Ring of Honor, I must have fast forwarded past it to get to the Athena segments. But anyway, I didn't uh, know Willie Rap Mack was on Ring of Honor. Sometimes he is. Sometimes, sometimes. he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and if you don't, if you haven't seen Willie Mack, which is probably likely because I don't think he's been on Collision before. Um, if you don't know Willie Willie Mack, his gimmick is he's a guy with a shitty body who does all your favorite wrestling moves that everybody else does, whether it's the stunner or, you know, a, a dive to the outside or all, all your favorite hits. Uh, Willie Mack plays them all, um, and he does it as like a fat like a fat guy. Uh, so, so you know, you got a couple of meaty meaty fellas having a fight. Samoa Joe eventually wins with the Muscle Buster, but uh, John. Uh, what'd you think of this match? And um, do you think that uh, we should see more Willie Mac on Collision, even though you may not be watching? Look, um, I've always I've always liked Willie Mac just because of his his vibe. I thought he was a cool dude. This is Big Boy match, and I was expecting more Big Boy, and I forgot that Willie Mac does a whole bunch of like high flying flippy shit, and so it felt weird to see Willie Mack with his style. Um, and then, of course, you have Samoa Joe just being Samoa Joe. It, it felt like Samoa Joe was carrying this match to make it presentable. The end made sense because Willie Mack kept climbing things and doing stuff to where he's up there, mm -hmm. so then Joe can get the muscle butter, buster for the win. Um, but I felt like this is, this is where, like, I hate to say it, but Willie Mack needs to think about if you're going to do the flippy shit, lose the weight, or if you're going to be the big boy, 
be like Samoa Joe and be the big boy and have big boy matches. You you can't you can't do both. Both don't work. And I think that's why Willie Mack is kind of never gone beyond the pat, the point that he is, is because he's he's a tweener that and it doesn't work. People want to see him either be one thing or the other. That's how I feel anyway, but that's just me. What about you, Jimmy? Do you agree that Willie Mack should choose or should he just do whatever he thinks is the most crowd-pleasing thing at the time? Well, look, Willie Mack was all right sort of thing when he was having his run in Impact Wrestling a few years back. I didn't mind him then, but, I mean, what is he? Just a wannabe flippy dude that's big? I mean, who is he? What is he? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just... What is he? He, He's a professional wrestler, Jimmy, and he's trying to win the match. The the problem here is, first of all, he shouldn't be number one contender. Not that I've been watching Ring of Honor anyway, but as far as I heard, he's got a, I think he's only had like four matches or eight matches in 2023. Hmm. So it's not like he's doing much. And this is another pet peeve I have with this company. Again, why do we have random guys literally random i mean willie mac can't can't be any random than whoever you know what i mean being number one contender for whatever championship i just don't understand it i don't Mm. understand why they do this week in week out yet some wrestlers get a rematch clause right randomly and others and most 90 percent of them don't Mm -hmm. again let's make this shit clear man like I, i don't understand what's what's going on well, and here's the problem. If you never watched a Willie Mac, if you didn't know who Willie Mac was, you would think because of what Nigel McGuinness said at the beginning of the match, you know, he was, you know, emancipated at 13 and he was, home, you know, da, 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 like he's done everything. You think, okay, this dude's a badass. Like this dude's going to come out and be a badass and this is going to be a badass match. That's what you're expecting. And then you see this completely different style whatsoever. Granted, I know he was in Lucha Underground when he did all that Lucha flippy shit and all that kind of stuff. And then when he was with Impact, he was with Rich Swan, who did all the high-flying flippy shit as well. But I expected badass, especially with the presentation that Nigel McGinnis gave at the beginning of this match. And that's how we should be presented, John. I mean, imagine if they actually presented him like a badass, man. You know what yeah. I mean? But they don't. He wants to be a clown for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's what he's always been. He's always yeah. been like clown. a fun guy. He never has seemed badass at all, ever. Like, that's never like even been close badass, to mm-hmm. his presentation. Well, he looks like he he looks like if he were homeless, he would fight you over a ham sandwich. Yeah. But <laughs> th- in in reality, nothing he does looks tough or or like gritty. It's very finesse based, you know, like a lot of the stuff that he does, and that because he does spend a lot of time south of the border wrestling for promotions that specialize in lucha libre. He's easily easily able to work that style and go back and forth between there and. You know, if that's what you feel like your bread and butter is, who am I to argue with you as a professional? Um, I'm not even sure he could pull off like a brawler type because he's just, yeah, you know, of course, I'm sure, of course he could, you know, right, and, right, you know, right. he, he can pretty much do anything, but um, he's just never been presented that way. And I can only imagine it's because he doesn't want to be. 
I think he just wants to be kind of fun and exciting. So uh, it, it's it's it, I don't mind the juxtaposition of a guy that looks like a fat slob that is really yeah. a good athlete. I don't mind that. That's impressive, um, no doubt. But I mean, yeah, come on. But for whatever reason, he kind of is just always where he is on the card. So maybe everybody else doesn't get it either. Uh, I don't know, but they do like him, so they want to keep booking him. So expect to see him in random championship matches going forward. Speaking of random. Say, yeah, I just want to say a random thing right now. Do you think they're wasting Joe being the TV champion, dude, of Ring of Honor? I mean, uh, they could be they could be getting more out of him, but as long as he's on every week, something, whether he's doing a match like this or and getting a convincing win, or if he's doing those promos where it looks like you know, he just had dinner at John Cena's house and then they retired to the cigar room. <laughs> yeah, and what was up with that? What would that I don't know, on? but w whatever, I'll take it. It's fine. He looks, he, he, he's, Samoa Joe is the best Samoa Joe, I think, right now. Yeah. I've never liked his presentation more than I have right now, even though the actual, what he's doing is not the greatest, but just, he's not going along with any of the bullshit. You know, no, he's, you, he's you. protecting himself within this. He's, yeah. he's encasing himself in a, in a bullshit proof bubble right now. And he's just doing his best. I, that's a good way of putting it actually. Um, now here, like, here's the opposite of that. We have Lexi Nair and she's going to have CJ Perry with her. And then yes. CJ, she says a bunch of nothing. And then action Andretti walks up and he's like, Hey sugar, uh, <laughs> how about, uh, you manage me baby um and then something like that and walks off like he's all cool and everything oh if you um, don't know now you know i'm action andretti yeah wow i my god if you don't know now you know what year is this uh so yeah he's really cool i, I wonder what will happen with him um yeah that's danhausen danhausen gets his video sing-along thing that's next and then we get the aforementioned juice robinson with the bcg uh versus cd who does the BME um, juice is over with a weird DDT. Uh, and then he, they, they, they scrape Christopher Daniels off the canvas and they go to, um, they present uh, J J white presents uh, as if proposing, he presents juice with a diamond ring. Juice puts the diamond ring on his hand, throws the left hand of God into Christopher Daniels mouth. Um, and then uh, juice says he got the ring at TJ Maxx. And then Jay puts an exclamation point on the whole scene. Um, so this took up quite a bit much more time than we're going to on it. But, uh, you know, essentially just following up him saying he's going to he's going to take the, the diamond ring before Jay takes the belt for real. Uh, so there you go. Now, Jimmy, uh, we like Bullet Club Gold or at least a couple of them. Um, but uh again a random christopher daniels just just to go over on uh this is the juice singles match that you know everybody's been just die i can't i bet jim Cornette can't wait to see this juice robinson singles match um oh, man but again. uh now that you saw it what do you have to say about it why did the match go for as long as it did man this match should have been quick you know what hey, I mean? christopher Especially daniels is a legend yeah dude oh, sorry a legend in that ring like i think he's Shabon a fallen said. angel <laughs> jesus he has the rear Come that on, makes man. the ladies cheer mm -hmm. <laughs> best moonsault hey, ever man hey the bme exactly but you know what look to his credit maybe you can consider him a legend 
in uh, TNA Impact Wrestling, right? To a less extent, maybe Ring of Honor. Right, exactly. I was just about to say that. But come on, man. A legend in wrestling, I don't know, maybe in the independent circuit, sure. But not on the big, big stage. Let's be real, guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's good, but he should be done right now. He should be finished. No need for him to wrestle random matches. Stick to your, you know, your job that you're supposed to be doing in the back. And don't worry about having matches. But again, the random matches, for no reason... And Juice Robinson struggling to beat, uh, what, 56-year-old Christopher Daniels at this point? Come on. If you're supposed to be booking uh, Juice to be something, what the hell is this? You know what I mean? Again, it's a waste of time. Well, you're it should have been you're, quick. You're not, you're not really booking Juice to be anything. And uh, you're oh, not going to get me to bury Christopher dude. Daniels. I got in an elevator, and he asked me what floor I was going to. And oh, he yeah, pushed he that button that, for right. me, okay? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't want to hear anything bad about him. But, hey, John, are you going to sit here and, and take this blasphemy over Christopher Daniels? No, I'm not, because Jimmy okay. can eat a big, fat back of dicks about this. Because What? Look, you Christopher hear that, Daniels Jimmy? is a tra- Look, this is, this is <laughs> where I will have ultimate respect for Christopher Daniels. When he was here with Ring of Honor... Jacob and I got to meet him as far as the whole, we get to do that kind of stuff. He did a match with Cody that was a Texas bull rope match or, or a 10 count match, went through a flaming table and accidentally caught on fire and they put him out and he came back out and met fans after that whole thing and shook hands and then moved on and wrestled the next night, you know, got into a car, drove the next day to the next location in Texas and, and wrestled the next night. Christopher Daniels is over in my book from that day forward. You know, just really cool dude. I think, you know, I mean, here's the thing. He's a, he is a really good wrestler. Is there anything incredibly outstanding about him? No. But what makes him so good is that he can work with anybody and puts together really good matches. He makes things work very, very well. And he makes everything look solid and believable in the ring. There's nothing about his game that I feel is very uh sloppy or not realistic looking and so that's why i feel like he's a he's a good dude to have with someone like juice robinson because hey if you want to build juice that's a name people know especially with with this kind of thing of going on and and it's it's that idea of look juice is juice is young still for the most part even though he's been in WWE, even though he's been in new japan he doesn't it, he feels like just that complete wild card in the ring that you don't know what's going to happen and having him with somebody like Christopher Daniels who's going to structure a match accordingly this makes a lot of sense you know especially if the goal is hey we're going to do this thing where we're going to have a ring and we want to do you know this whole bit with we're going to take the diamond ring which I know they said it with Samoa Joe that his goal is to focus towards getting back to winning that championship too so is he in this diamond battle royal (laughs) thingy because i i it, it was hard to figure out that's for the ring right that mjf has that's right but then jay jay white is wrestling for the the belt but yes, he has the belt. revolution but yeah, he has he stole, he stole the belt he stole the okay, belt. okay 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 all right so he stole the belt and he's walking around like he's the he's the shit because he has the belt um but then the the battle royal thingy that they're doing is for the ring. Yes, I believe the that the I believe the that the ring, the ring, much like the United States Championship in WCW, makes you the automatic number one contender 
for the right. championship when you win it. Supposedly. Like you the get be- you get a ring and ring. you get a title <laughs> shot, right? Is that is that how it works? I, I they just said to become a legend and like they showed a picture of like like they never said that for sure we're going to be getting like you get a title shot. They just said to become legendary. Well, only only MJF has ever only MJF has ever won the ring since right. the company existed. Yeah. So I don't know how it really That's works, true. but but nonetheless, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, that being said, uh, we will find out what happens. I'm quite sure Juice is not going to win it, but it was nice yeah. of them to at least you know look. Everybody on this show is just pulling time. Like pretty much all these matches went through a That's break. What I hate. That's what I like, hate about it, dude. No yeah, they don't have it. enough. They don't have enough content. They do have enough, but they don't have enough uh, to to get your full two hours in. So we're gonna stretch it out. Um, That's just what we do. Um. Dustin Rhodes does a promo. He says he wants rings and belts too. Mm-hmm. So hey, uh, look boy. out! Here comes Dustin. Because snapper, it's in Houston. I figured out that because he said that. Hey, Houston, mm-hmm. I'm coming and I'm going to be in this thing and I'm going to win. Yeah, because he's a Texan, John. No, you're not. No, I look. Okay. I uh, calling him a Texan. <laughs> well, that's what he said. That was he's he's in Austin. <laughs> look, he's in Austin. Is that really Texas? <laughs> it's Why? california texan life. civil war right here really? yeah okay all right i'll get you look one thing that houston and dallas people can agree on is that austin is not texan That's well the here's the thing is. here's the thing when your state is big enough to really be three states obviously right. there's going to be some geographical well three big ones too, let's right? say three big ones three <laughs> yeah. big well, states but there it's actually in the texas constitution when we joined the united states that we can actually at any point we can divide the state into five states. Oh, really? Yeah. That oh, is wow. that is that is part of one of the contingencies of us joining the United States is at any point, if Texans choose, they can vote and they can separate into five different Is there states. a chance of that ever happening in the future? Oh no. Think? No, no. no? Okay. Because they, look, here's despite like our disdain for Austin, at the end of the day, we can make fun of Austin because we're Texan. It's like right, anybody right. else wants you, to man. make fun of Austin. It's like, oh, yeah. fuck you. You don't get It's to like a family about. member. Right. right, right. right. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, well speaking of families. When, when they need you, basically. Right. Yeah. Speaking of families, Lexi Nair is with Nick Wayne. And cool. everybody wants to know why Nick Wayne did what he did, however many weeks after the fact now. Like, I guess they don't have too many opportunities to talk to him. And he says you can find out on Dynamite, so we'll just push it back even more. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody really wants to know. The The reason that he turned is because they already ran out of ideas for a kid that can't, can't get over. He doesn't even yeah. look at the other guys in the ring when he's wrestling them. It's like he won't make eye yeah. contact. It, uh, what's he's wrong with weird, him? He admitted. Yeah, exactly. What's yeah, wrong I, don't, with him, I don't like him. Didn't they say All something right. about his mom, though? Like he's the interview's yes. going to be with his, Jim Ross and his mom. His mom looks like a goa, too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> as uh, christian would know yeah christian christian's trying to get that uh speaking of weird kids uh kyle fletcher <laughs> uh versus bear i mean savage boulder um <laughs> or whatever his name is no one cares because yeah. even though this i think went through a break uh <laughs> went through a picture in picture didn't it yeah or it was did. this short enough to actually no okay no, it, it did, it, oh, it did. i remember because it was picture in picture like, oh my god oh my god anyway dragon sleeper by kyle fletcher which i've never seen him use before but <laughs> then again i always fast forward his matches so i'm sure i missed it um this was no different um 
So, uh, yeah, here we have one half of the former bear country, now Iron Savages, Boulder against one half of a quote-unquote tag team uh, of, uh, you know, Aussie Open and, um, yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, Mark Davis hurt again. Uh, Surprise, surprise. Now, (laughs) Jimmy, remember when I come on here and say everything they do is stupid and dangerous and they're going to hurt themselves or somebody else and then... Like yeah. right after I cut that promo on them, that he broke his arm in a match or something, just probably just yeah. doing some whatever he did. Stupid shit. Not actually, the first time he's hurt himself fault. in a match. It wasn't yeah. actually his fault. It was from. His it's always move. his fault. It's always. Well, his technically, fault. he got splashed on his arm, and that's what broke it. Wow. So the yeah. man can even just lie still and get hurt. It's <laughs> yeah. <That's> amazing. <laughs> that's reminds me of Brian there. Danielson. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, same deal. Anyway, do we have anything to say about this, Jimmy? Not really, other than it seems like TK is pretty high on Kyle Fletcher for whatever reason. I mean, look at him; he just looks like a plain Jane dude. Because he's a will, he's a, he's a Will Osprey wish. He's he's Timu Will wish. Osprey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's don't even Will Osprey, him, bro. You know, no, I don't even find these moves that spectacular. Well, he's got he's he's got Will Osprey basically anytime he wants. So why do we well, yeah. need? The United Empire, right? I mean, well, they yeah, they are in the same faction as well. Right, so it's exactly. like, you know, eh. uh, Renee, Renee is with the acclaimed, uh, and uh, yeah. you know they give MJF relationship tips. Uh, the JAS walks in and they ruin everything, um, as they usually do. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that I this was threatening, threatening to do this. Jeez. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure this was one of those moments yeah. where. When John is watching this, he's like, why am I doing this? Like, you question your wrestling, not only what you're watching, but your wrestling fandom in general, dating back to whenever you were a child, right? Or Uh, in your case, it was a little bit later, right? You you got into it later, but even still, it's never too late to get the fuck out, right? And I'm sure that's exactly (laughs) what you considered watching watching Daddy Magic do a promo on television. Oh, my God. Like, that guy can get the... He could get away from a microphone. He could be 50,000 miles away from a microphone for all I care, first of all. And then the whole, like, the claim bit was, eh, you know, I'm like, first of all, I don't understand why the one guy is trying to talk to, like, whatever he was trying to do with MJF, like, but he's not the gay one, right? The other guy, the shorter guy was the gay one. Yeah, and yeah, You would yeah. think if that was yeah. the case, the way it would come across, he would be the one to be like, Hey Max, um, I think you're you're cool, and like I want to talk to you. Like, hey, yeah. like you would. But that's think, too obvious, right? I guess, but like, I don't Caster's, know. Caster's only gay for MJF, right? Right. So yeah. that's I, is that well, even really much like Austin not really being Texas? Is that really gay if you only like MJF? That's probably. Well, the truth probably, is, it's probably passed. They yeah. do have a relationship going way back. I mean, they are actually best friends in real life, right? So, and, and they I mean, think that as best friends who love pro wrestling, they think this is the best way to get that involved uh, and get that over, right? right. Just random uh, back rub assault. Yeah, exactly. But what yeah. they should be doing is the fact that Max Custer has got a song on MJF, which is called <laughs> My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. It's a great tune. The, the vocals are so spot, bro, about it. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I've played it before on my show nope. I think a couple of weeks ago. You guys should hear it. It's nope. actually quite nope. funny. It's okay. It's okay. Nope, we're not so, hearing it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not yeah. at the end of the show. We'll see. But but I mean, it's to me. He's this was like this yeah. was just so weird. And then the whole Renee, like, hey, 
hey, go away, Renee. We're going to talk to him and and tell him what to say. And then, you know, and then he goes, oh, how about them oral sessions? And I'm like, I mean, I understand she has a podcast called Oral Sessions. Right. right. She's but then, sessions, John. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. I don't yeah. know. I, okay. It's so, just like, I, like then, so that's when then she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, wait, you're the one who called your podcast that. Like, why are you getting mad at him for that? Not knowing. I guess she's changed her her thing um but still like that felt dumb and then the formerly the artist formerly known as jas come in and you know i don't know what that look look and todd brantley says this uh, i think it was todd oh. brantley has daddy magic sound like he's a polish guy from chicago when he was born in montreal <laughs> like yeah i keep forgetting even, that he's canadian yeah. you know I thought like, he sounds more like a new york like a bit of a new york a grease ball you know what i mean He's, yeah, he's. I think he's going for that. That's what you I'm know. Like, I think that. that's kind of what he wants to sound like is like one of those super fans, you know, dub bears. You know, he like, wants he wants yeah. to go for that, but it, it's just. And then, yeah, I, I I still don't understand the whole Daniel Garcia. You had a cool thing with Red Death and being a, a wrestler, and now you're doing this whole. I'm gonna shake my hips thingy and I think that was Jericho's idea or some shit. Uh, according to Jericho. Remember that remember that Daniel Garcia has the internal conflict. Um, you know, probably much like Anakin Skywalker did between the light and the dark side. Like, does he want to be mm. a pro wrestler or a sports entertainer? You know, he's he's struggling with this and sometimes the dance just comes out, you know. Okay. So Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess. I'm sorry. I, I just, yeah. again it's it's just like No, they they owe you an apology, John. Don't yeah, don't you. you apologize, all right? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, all I appreciate because right. I felt very confused after this point and I'm just going, okay, cool. And uh I I did find it very weird too that the acclaimed were very excited about 48 days of holding the belt. I'm like that's just a really say, weird they just say whatever whatever day it is that they're on TV that that day. They just say they've had it that many days. Well, unlike unlike Roman Reigns, who just mm-hmm. says, I mean, but that's the weird part. You've got like SmackDown and 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 WWE where Roman Reigns is like one thousand one hundred and thirty eight days of being a champ. Hey, we're forty eight days for being a trios champ. Like mm-hmm. it felt very like it felt very. This is where I struggle with AEW is because it feels very less than WWE. And, yep. you know, as Eric Bischoff has said before, you can be less than, you can be better than, or you can be different than. And the problem is everything AEW does feels less than. It doesn't feel better than or different. They have scissoring, so. <laughs> oh, well, there's that. But can you really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, I don't imagine you have anything to add to this. What can I say about this shit, man? I mean. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, but here's something we can talk about. Uh, so next is Sky Blue, or should we change her name to Dark Sky? Because she got misted in the face, and now she's not sticking her tongue out anymore. I mean, <laughs> I could say Dark something Sky. else, but I won't. <laughs> Go ahead and trademark it, Tony. Dark Sky. Right. Uh, versus uh, Chris Statlander uh, for the TBS Championship. And uh yeah, they have a match, Jimmy. They yeah. have a match. I won't lie, man, straight up because I was a little bit delayed on watching it. Oh, no. I pretty much fast forward this match. Oh god. Oh straight no. Straight up. 
I'm, Jimmy, I'm sorry. You, you I'm missed sorry. two fantastic things. Mm. Or one fantastic thing, or whatever it is. Look, I know you've seen Clyde it. Blue's but... backside is fucking is is money, but come on, I've seen it. I see it every week at this point, and um, I mean seriously, Statland. I can't stand Statland straight up. I Got can't it. stand their matches. I don't like watching them. There you go. I said it. I just she sucks to me, man. She has improved uh, slightly, but I just Sorry. she doesn't do it for me, man. All right, John. Well, uh, you know what did you think of uh, Dark Skies Dark Side? I yeah, mean, no. Yeah, look, look. You knew you're in trouble with this <laughs> when they did. These are the two things that I found out from this match. That whatever. Um, one, Sky Blue was 15 and 15 walking into this match, so mm-hmm. that means she's had 30 matches and she is at best of a 500 wrestler in singles matches. So obviously, I knew. Well, obviously, there's no chance for her against Chris Statlander because she's the champ. So going into this match, I was like. Yeah, okay. And I hear Well, you are wait, about- wait, before you continue, you are forgetting one thing. Oh, for for like most of those 15 and 15, she wasn't dark. Oh, that's right. She was dark. So, which that I didn't may give her a slight that. edge. Yeah. Like the only thing I've seen of her is people posting pictures of her butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm not that's mad about. That's all there is about it. Right. And Cole mm-hmm. is with it, believe it or not. Oh. Huh? Oh. Yeah, Cole Fletcher, Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. He's uh, actually anyway. going out with her. Anyway, uh, Hell, I don't I, care I about have that. No idea. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> um, but the, I guess for me, it's like okay, so there's that. I didn't know she was dark for some reason, and then they can't keep up with <laughs> their storyline because Nigel McGuinness said last night, and then he goes, "Wait, last month," you know, talking about how she got misted by uh, the blonde chick from yeah, Julia Hart, whatever. Um, She's on a yeah. There you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Honeymoon and, right now. <laughs> but he he said last night, and then there was like, no, wait, last month they showed it. Well, I'm sorry, last month, and then last night was, I guess, a win that she got with a, whatever, and they were like, oh, she seems darker. I didn't, I didn't see where she felt darker, but then again, I've only seen this is my really first time of seeing her live, watching wrestling live, with her. So. I couldn't well, you figure see, out. What normally, was... she has r- normal makeup, but right. this dark version, like the makeup, is like running, like tears seeping. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, like the yeah. mist is running out of her eyes after she got sprayed right. in the eyes with the mist. <laughs> yeah, you know, Al- Alice, or excuse me, uh, Malachi Black has never recovered from that misting that he got when he got his own mist or whatever. His eyes still right you know fucked up even now when he's off tv it's like it's still <laughs> he's sitting at home with selena and he's like honey could you give me some stuff for my eye it hurts again you yeah know. yeah and then then you know um, i'm sure um it's always great when um you know she she goes oh hey by the way Andrade called oh i see you got the mist in your face <laughs> It's your face. Yeah. You should have worn a mask. You should have worn a mask. <laughs> the mask. Yeah. You know what I, mean? yeah. So, I want my mask. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what's case... what's what what's even what's more effective? Do you think is black mask or dark sky? Uh, uh, well, black mask dark is a sky. is a is a is a DC is a Batman villain. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. instant more recognition by that, but you'll probably get sued by Warner Brothers, but Warner Brothers owns you. So the yeah. question is... Hey, true. You're actually promoting Warner Brothers? Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Only problem is, 
when he comes out sometimes now he's wearing this weird ornate robe instead of the pinstripe so it's like what are you even what are you even doing anymore mm-hmm. but that's all right um it's funny that we mention that because there's something coming up soon but in this match uh which we have not talked about one bit and why should we uh chris datlander <laughs> wins and then she goes to shake hands and then uh willow nightingale runs out and is like don't hurt her with your crazy gorilla strength shaking her hand you're gonna break it she's dark okay she's dark i don't know dark what they were saw yeah, <laughs> i don't know what oh, that's it dark squad that's it yeah i don't know what i don't know what willow was really too concerned about i guess this is just their way of like planting a seed that willow gets a shot at the tbs championship someday that's the that's you know i wonder if i wonder if uh adam copeland had any input on this booking like he's like oh yeah i'm a big fan of the details yeah so i, <laughs> I thought so. she'll go for the handshake right you know uh, uh, i was on haven uh <laughs> next is a now if, if it wasn't bad enough we had to see a kyle fletcher match now we got to hear him talk so this is two Kyle Fletcher appearances on one show, and he uses his TV time valuably though because he challenges uh, Kenny Omega. So why? I guess he just wants to challenge Kenny Omega. Well, you know, Kenny's... Will Osprey is a mortal enemy of Kenny Omega and part of the Don Callis family. And Kyle Fletcher is in the United Empire, so oh, he almost has to story. challenge Kenny Omega, right? <laughs> like, it, he was probably ordered to. Like, he probably didn't want to, right? But you know, give me a break, okay? I, I, I Jimmy wants a break. Here. All right, you can sit this one out, John. <laughs> anything to add? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Go, right. go for it. Okay. Actually, John. No, no, it's just fine. It's no? fine. Okay, we we'll just move on. Now no, you want to talk about. To you want to talk you want to t- now you want to talk about something that john could be confused as shit about because he doesn't watch this okay so the next thing is where rouge uh oh goes God. and he picks up the uh now you may not know this john i'm sure you don't these guys fought and murdered their way out of a torture and <laughs> kidnapping uh they they bravely escaped from what i assume was a cartel thing and yeah, it was, it was you know they basically did it they they cartel. basically did a um uh, a rambo uh like a rambo five or whatever and got out and then um and then rouge picked him up like on the way i guess he was driving and then he, he <laughs> saw oh hey um get in the car boys and then you know they shoot a vignette with subtitles and they fucking yeah. high-fived each other on the way out by the way mm-hmm. from that kidnapping Right, yeah, I had no clue what the fuck this was. I was like, oh, that's Roosh, okay. And yeah, I remember that Preston Vance, or Preston is now with them, and um, after he said, it's fuck them kids, to, Vance you know, <laughs> Preston Vance. Yeah, Vance. Uh, of course. And, um, <laughs> and, and then, uh, um, who was the other guy with them? I, I didn't recognize him. Drillisico, was... he's another one of the brothers, right? Yeah, it's yep. like him, Jack Dragon, and, and Roosh. Yeah, yep. He's okay. the brother. All he's right. the brother. No yeah. one, I... no, really, no one cares about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Okay, all right. Because I I saw a thing later with Mystico and Rocky Romero oh, yes. wrestling, and I was like, wait, is that the same guy? 
Was that the yes, guy that was in the, the OG Sincara? Well, no, I'm talking about like in this video segment later on. I was like, wait, yeah. is Mystico the guy that was in that video in segment video. earlier? No. It's not Mystico. And here's my other question. Isn't uh, uh, Andrade also ingovernable? And he lost like, his mask. Supposed to be a part of this group? But he got it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. he's supposed yeah, to be, but, he got, but like, he's, in... he's gone missing. So is he is he <laughs> kicked out because Roosh is now here? And, you know, so we trade one the... shitty English speaker for another shitty English speaker. <laughs> we um, have no hey, idea. Hey, they're trying, okay? You know, it's, they're doing all right. It's hard. Speak I don't English know. Is hard. Um, the, like, Speaking English. Like, I don't even understand too, why they were... In this situation, and there was blood and beating ups, and like it all started okay. with the mask. Cool. So, wait, you're gonna tell me you beat up men and killed them to get out of a situation? You're gonna go to a wrestling ring and mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna wrestle, but you you can kill people. So, get this, you've get done this. murder, the, but you're gonna travel the right, country but, in a wrestling ring. But, but the guys that they killed were jobbers of the cartels. Yeah, it's true. Because no one knows who they were. Do you know who they are? I don't. No, I mean, no one knows. Who are they supposed to wrestle? The fucking cartel in the. But I don't even understand the whole. Is that what's happening? Don't even understand. Like this again. This is where I felt like this is a fever dream of a five-year-old going. This would be so fun if we're driving in a cool car and we're beating up people and there's blood and like <laughs> we look so cool and then we do we have these shiny jackets and it'll be fun and we point at the camera and we sound real tough right right that'll be fun right let's do that i'm done that's exactly what went through my entire brain this whole segment well if you cross a rush you get the horns john so careful <laughs> that's what he said did he not say that Bienvenido a uh, AEW, John. Okay, <laughs> that's what we do here. Yeah. Um. So next, all right. Now I'm finally into it because my favorite wrestler showed up. Keith Lee. Keith <laughs> Lee came out, and I was like, okay, I can stop fast forwarding. And uh, he faced uh, Turbo Floyd from the Outrunners, or excuse me, Turbo and Floyd from the Outrunners. Uh, if you don't get that cool. joke, then you'll have to watch Wrestling with Rip Rogers, in which I appear on the screen with Turbo Floyd at one point. So go find that episode in the archives. Uh, mm. And uh, yes. Well, they are uh, OBW guys, legitly. So yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Although um, this guy did not last, uh, you know, for the uh, it was seven or eight episodes seconds. on Netflix. Huh? Yes, but true. I mean, this was like a thirty-second match, too, right? Well, oh, it was. I'm sure it was a minute and ten. Minute, oh, maybe ten. Okay. Yeah. And you know what's uh, stupid about this match? A bit before we move on. Oh, what? What? what what's it gonna do for? Um, uh, for what's his face, Keith Lee? Nothing. Oh, it, it shows you mm-hmm. that. Um, it shows you that he can take care of business much faster than Juice Robinson, much faster <laughs> yeah. than Kyle Fletcher. Yeah. Much faster than uh, Chris Statlander. Um, basically, uh, just shows you. Catering. Yeah, even faster than Samoa Joe. Like, yeah, true. Good point. You know, That's Willie Mac is Willie Mac really on a higher level than Turbo Floyd? Well, no. Probably not. So, 
so obviously Keith Lee is a threat and he's a threat to who he's a threat to (laughs) Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty who are watching on um and when this eventual collision course happens then oh man it's was it that they were a threat or was it like here's how I confused I saw that and I from my vantage point it was looked like they were looking in case they wanted to recruit him because of Shane Taylor promotions because of that whole thing so it are they are they beefing is Shane Taylor and and Keith Lee beefing right now yes. okay all right I see and I because I took the other direction because they're just watching and they're like yeah yeah like but where are they is, beefing I don't know I don't know right. probably Ring of Honor who knows but here's it's, Here's the only, the only other time I know they were beefing was here in Texas at VIP wrestling. <laughs> uh, and, and then like, it was a whole thing. He came back and Shane Taylor was, you, you fucking left me. You did all this. You went mm-hmm. to WWE. You left all these things. So fuck you, Keith Lee. Yeah. And so then it, to, if that's the case, and then they're carrying the story that they started here in Texas. So, okay, yes. cool. That's pretty and much exactly what Shane Taylor has said. Yeah, they are actually okay. doing that exact gotcha. story. Per se. So they're I doing mean, that and then they're going to fight and then they're going to become friends and they're going to become best friends. Yay. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. That, that could happen. Uh, but uh, it is definitely, you know, something that uh, I've been one of the few things I've been interested in because they're just not going right into it. Like normally in mm-hmm. AEW when they decide, hey, maybe we should start a program with these two guys. Okay. Uh, a cage, cage match with a chain on a pole to start. And then, you know, that, that's usually how the feuds start. And then they eventually work their way down to a wrestling match. But uh, <laughs> in this one, they've just been talking back and forth and sometimes even in the same room. So it's actually building the anticipation of, okay, what's going to happen when, you know, Keith Lee and Shane Taylor actually get in there and mix it up. So, and they have been doing it uh, here on Collision. Um, but when Chris is in charge of the show, uh, he keeps saying, who the fuck is Shane Taylor and ignoring everything that comes out of his mouth. So, you know, Jimmy probably is like, it's it's not registering with Jimmy because Chris is just pushing it forward. And uh, we keep trying to oh. tell Chris, no, wait, Shane Taylor's good. And then he's like, I don't care. So, you know, it's his show and we move on. Um, but here where we're running the show, we're here to say I, Shane Taylor like Shane is cool. Taylor. Yeah. Hey, he's all Shane right, Taylor's man. cool. Shut up, Jimmy. Shane Taylor's cool. I mean, shit. Shane Taylor is cool. Now, Lee Moriarty, on the other hand. Shut up, Australian. Criminal. (laughs) No, no, Lee Moriarty. Actually. No. No. All right. Here's someone else that... Well, I think he's moved on from that, thankfully. I think he's grown up a little bit. I think. Is he a a puma now? I don't even know if he's feline related at all. I think he's just regular guy now. Yeah, he's okay. regular guy tag team partner of yeah. Shane Taylor. Oh. That's it. So we had an alien, a cat, and now regular yeah. people. Okay, I see. Yes, I see. that's what we're doing. Um, now here's a and now Tom here's says a guy that, that Lee and Shane used to be a tag team uh, in Ring of Honor called the Pretty that. Boy Killers, and I didn't know Lee Moriarty went that far back. Oh, he yeah, didn't. They do. That was the yeah, he's that was Keith Lee, not Lee Moriarty. Yeah, Keith Lee, Lee, Keith Lee, yeah, yeah. Oh, Keith Lee. See, we were. Yeah, we were you knew that, John. You knew yeah, that. Okay, yeah, no, that's okay. I get what he was saying now, Keith Lee. But I was getting then, confused for a second because we had been talking about Lee Moriarty being in Shane Taylor. Yeah. And then everyone loves Shane Taylor. They even they even uh, 
they even did a thing where they you know showed footage of that they showed the ring of honor footage and everything and shane taylor's talking over it and telling the story and i think chris was like i don't care so we moved on um but anyway uh look forward to this because keith lee is my favorite so please look forward to it all right now miro uh is not my favorite uh he will destroy every man to protect one woman uh so he says and as if to prove his point that motherfucker action andretti gets grabbed from off screen (laughs) and headlocked as miro finishes his promo so even though it didn't really make any sense i was like all right i guess that's kind of funny so what'd you think of that it felt like him it felt like him grabbing his little brother and he was getting ready to give him a noogie like Mm -hmm. you know he's he like it was very serious and to the point and then i get yes we're gonna grab x andretti because he made a pass at cj earlier in the night which is miro's wife cool but the way he did it it just made him feel like all right i'm about to give you a noogie now so i'm gonna cut talking and i'm gonna (laughs) give you a noogie and it ruined Mm -hmm. everything that was up to that point do you agree with that jimmy did it ruin it i do it did ruin it and as a matter of fact what's even more ruining is the fact so what's happening with Miro anyway yeah he said what he said but then what are we are we just gonna a noogie. you know is he a noogie yeah but is he gonna game my a again i mean i mean he's disappeared already for when was the last time we saw him at wrestle dream was it not did was we? it wrestle dream i don't think we did, did we? see him it's been a while since we've seen him. And before that, it was a while since we saw him then. Was it the he's match with Hobbs? Again. Oh, yeah. And what was, was that, that all it? out? That was yeah. all out, dude. How long ago was that? Was Over a month ago. A hundred years right? ago. Well, he was gone for how yeah. many months? I need yeah. to come back. And now he's just talking shit in vignettes again. Yeah. Is that? Okay, cool. I don't what like do this do? start stop bullshit. That's 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 what I'm well, talking we're just, about. We're just keeping him alive. Infer that he was going to be in that yeah. like diamond whatever is match. He? Doesn't matter. It's irrelevant because even if he is, he'll go missing once again for about two months, and then he pops up randomly for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AW <sighs> man. Yeah. It's very sad. Pressing. Yeah. Oh, but this this will cheer everybody up, mm-hmm. even though we already talked about it. So Rocky Romero explains the entire concept and history of Lucha Libre, and he also explains the entire concept and history of Mystico, except for huge chunks of his career. Uh, just know that he's the greatest luchador of all time, and we should all be bowing at his feet. Uh, and yes, he was the original Sin Cara, as Jimmy pointed out. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why uh, you may know him if you know him. Mystico. You know, he's, he's known to be a bit of a gangster too, man. He pulled out a gun on fucking Alberto Del Rio, apparently. He's known to have some sort of cartel connections. There's all sorts of shit. That's what I was reading anyway. But uh, Oh, shit. So he's going to go right after El Toro Blanco, right? And all <laughs> he's going to shoot that. He's going to cap his ass, bro. I mean, come he's, on. He's just going <laughs> to He's gonna have the match with Rocky, and then he's just going to run out of the <laughs> ring, go to the back, and fight yeah. the Ingover. You murdered my friend. Yeah. I'm a yeah. kill I've got my now. mask. Now I've got my pistola. You know what I mean? Jesus, this is, this, this is a very Nacho Libre episode of Wreckage uh, <laughs> here. Um, so, uh, all right. Well, we are finally at a main event that Woo. this match, I would say you could you could go through a break on this one if you want. Because it's 
Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Danielson versus Christian for the TNT Championship, uh, which Christian thinks is the most prestigious championship. At this point, it actually uh, because is. Because he has it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they have a match. Uh, before I say what happens in the match, uh, I will go with our guest first. All right, John, you finally sat through all this bullshit, and then you can settle down and watch a professional wrestling match. So what'd you think? As we wait for the internet delay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, you know. Thank you. Um, I, look, this was a very, like, I enjoyed this match. Uh, it was a lot more technical than I had seen Christian wrestle, and I was very impressed that it, it felt like he was able to keep up. They did a good job of working body parts and keeping working body parts to where it made a lot of sense. I expected more chicanery um, to happen. And I was surprised because I think it was about 830 when they announced, you know, hey, we're going to have this. You know, it's now time for our main event. I'm going, oh, wow. OK, so we're putting some time into this. OK, cool. So I never once got bored with this. I was expecting more like, hey, we're going to have Luchasaurus run in. And Luchasaurus, and the fact that they kept it fairly clean for the most part till the end, because I, I knew that there was no way. Daniel Bryanson or Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson was going to win this match. That there was going to be some chicanery involved because we have more to build with Christian and Edge and everything along those lines. But I enjoyed the way they did this. I really felt like this was very well done. Um, the end made sense, and then except for then the run-ins happening, and and even I even though I watched the beginning of the match, uh, the show, none of this really made sense at the end for me with. Okay, FTR is coming out, and okay, like, cool. Edge is uh, okay, yeah. Um, but this isn't the people who Daniel or Brian. I can't keep this stupid name straight. Brian Danielson, um, John. Any name these is aren't who he runs with. So is it just Brian Danielson? All right. Uh, so it's just people who all have beefs, and there's no real unity. We're just we all hate these guys, so we're just gonna come out and do the end. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I think for just talking about the match, I felt it was a very solid match, very well put together, wrestled very well, and uh, and quite enjoyable. I am surprised that, um, you know, Danielson doesn't take advantage of all of his knowledge and expertise to just kind of like have more matches like this because there there aren't too many people that are like above his level that can say yeah we're not doing any of that um we're gonna do this and christian is one of those few people (laughs) because he's gonna protect him not only is christian protecting himself he's protecting uh brian from himself as well uh because um you know this guy the guy that got hurt lying down um is like is supposed to be out with a with an injury and he's just like stick a rod in it and sew it up i got work to do uh so real pro wrestler yeah yeah i i appreciate that in a day where we didn't have guaranteed money but unfortunately we do so just stay your ass at home um and quit endangering the lives of everyone else in your in your workplace but christian's going to be one of those guys that's like i'm not doing any of that bullshit we're just going to wrestle and and work and uh so that's more or less what you get with this 
Um, and it's like I said, I'm just, I, I guess I'm not that surprised, but I'm disappointed that, you know, Danielson doesn't take that approach because all he the young guys from that, him, that's why. The, well, well, here's the thing. All the young guys in the company that he's working with, we know they can just do every fucking thing. They right. need to learn how to not do it. And no one's going to teach him other mm -hmm. than just a handful of people. So have the do everything match when you're a hundred percent, when your wrist is fucking still broken, have the do nothing match and teach them how to do that. So that when they break nice. their wrist, like Mark Davis, then they can go <laughs> and they can, they can actually work matches with a broken wrist because they're not doing anything. We don't need mm. to do the do everything match. Cause we already got that one down. We've, we've right. made a company out of that for four years time for, bizarre. yeah. Time for the do nothing match. So Christian's like, fuck this. We're not doing anything. And it's still entertaining, you know, if you know how to do it right. And even Christian's not that great at it, but compared to everybody else, he's still, he, he is. So he's trying not to get concussed out of a job again. He's trying to keep Danielson from, right. you know, you know, killing himself and everything. And so they can, they can tell a nice uh, story there. Um, so that was nice. But uh, other than that, like, Jimmy, how did you see it? Were you like... Um, you know, were you into this as John was like in terms of like, oh, I've had to sit through fucking scissoring promos and Miro and yada, yada, yada. And <laughs> Honestly, for God's sake, be the daddy magic, like okay. this is finally something I can just sit down and enjoy. And did you? You know, because of the rest of the show, I was in and out on this match. But in saying that, that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it or that it was mm -hmm. bad. It was a good match. As a matter of fact, it was very, it was a very good match. But um, like you just said, though, you made me think, Danielson should know better, though, should he not? You would think. That's what's bizarre. Like, it's it's just weird with the way he thinks about pro wrestling when I thought he'd be the type that, you know, by this stage of his career, he he would want to work a safe way. But for whatever reason, he's he's a hard man, dude. He's He's got balls of steel. He wants to prove that he can go. So yeah well okay here's the thing here's the difference like i understand the mentality of i i want to give 100 percent. i want to give the fans what they paid to see i want That's to cool. you know yeah the difference is it's not mutually exclusive like right. you can have a safe match and then when it's time you kick the guy in the chest as hard as you can and it's still a hard-hitting match you know it's the other things mm. that he does that he doesn't My need to do shit like that right exactly yeah so so it's you you there's a there's a line you have to walk but you know who am i to tell him what oh, to do i'm just true. saying i'm just saying that's how i see it you know from a professional standpoint of like you're already here ahead of schedule and exactly. you don't want to do anything to keep the schedule even longer um or god forbid you know you go out for good so now is an opportunity to practice it's not it you know working a working a, a safe match doesn't mean your match can't be good of course you right. can have a, a good match and you can do all the things that people expect but you also have to look at it as an opportunity to show how good you really are by adding the variety like 
instead of just doing what the people expect you to do, do something different or tell a story, give yourself a reason why you can't do the things that people would normally expect you to do. There's so many ways to go about it. I just don't think, um, I I guess he just doesn't see it that way. So whatever, but Christian's like, Christian's like, fuck all this. We're we're just, we're doing, we're doing the match I want to do, I guess. Yeah, and it looked like that way because, I mean, look, even since Christian had his concussion issues, he has changed his style and he has slowed right the fuck down. Not that he was a fast-paced wrestler to begin with anyway, but he's mm-hmm. he's working a lot more safer way of wrestling. And yeah, man, all you need to do, if you're really good at what you do, you don't have to do much. You know what I mean? You just got to know psychology and how to tell a story in the ring. And that's it. You know what I mean? Look at your Hogan's. Look at your Warriors. Not that he knew psychology let's be honest but still you know what i mean he was a big deal but a lot of the big names from the past used to do less you know less is more but understood the psychology of a wrestling match whereas you know i thought danielson would understand but maybe he feels like he needs you know he's under pressure or some shit and he needs to deliver and like you said vet he needs to do what the fans expect him to do i guess at this point so john like we know um we hear all the time about all the old veteran wrestlers are saying all mm-hmm. these guys do is just a bunch of moves and they don't know you know how you learn how to work kid and all this other stuff right and mm-hmm. that's easy to say because to jimmy's point what he just said when you're over you can do nothing when you're over you can pull a sock out when you're over Ooh, yeah you know all you got to do is an entrance when you're over there's so yeah the, there's there's very little that you have to do when you're over when you're not over you're trying mm. to get over and that's why they do every move they know and they don't realize that they're not going to get it but i i do understand like the guys that have other things to rely on they do rely on them a lot of times um when you're looking at these guys and you're just like, ah, he does every move he knows. It's like, yeah, because that's all he's got. All he's got is every move that he's ever seen before. And that's what he's going to do because he's trying to get over by being the guy that does every move. Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunate that now all wrestling is nationally and worldwide available. So everybody can see everybody do every move they know. So now you're not even special in that. But that is why we see so many guys doing all the moves they know um mm-hmm. and when al snow says things like you know well you know uh the best match on wrestlemania 3 was hogan andre because they drew the most money basically what he's saying is hey how come all you guys aren't hulk hogan and andre the giant <laughs> very easy to say right everybody can't be hulk hogan and andre the giant so you have to be ricky Simbo and randy savage because that's what you can do so like i get it but i mean do you do you see like you know what are your thoughts on that whole that whole thing in general of they're doing it because they think that's the way to get over but even if they had um even if they weren't thinking that they don't even have the tools that it takes to get over yeah you know and i think this is where character you know again as ben says character trumps talent sometimes when it comes to these things you have to have a little bit of character for the moves to make sense and to be meaningful and i think that's the thing that 
makes wrestling great is that there are an opportunity to do so many different styles. You can have flippy shit. You can have brawler. You can have technical. You can you can do all these things. Um, but for it all to make sense, you have to have character to make sense. You know, that's Will Ospreay. The only character he has is he's a snotty, shitty British person who does <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of flippy shit. I mean, he does how many finishing moves in a match, right? I mean, like all of them. All of them. He does all of them, right? Because we then turn, we've changed as a wrestling mat, uh, as a wrestling fan, because we want to see all the exciting shit. We don't care as much about the wrestling and the character as much. So we're fueling that by going, well, hey, look, this is great. And then we have guys like Brian Cage, who looks like, a, you know, gigantic. But yet he's doing flips and all this kind of shit. And when he's he should be that, the guy, though, to be fair, uh, a little bit, but he's still, I mean, he's still getting my shit in, right? Yeah, Mr. GSMI, like, you know, <laughs> and then when he's not on TV, that's what he's doing. I'm, look, right. you, you can't, what's his character? I'm a big muscly man. I'm the machine. Uh, and I do flippy <laughs> shit, right? You have this badass look and then you're trying to be a brawl, but you're not a brawler. Like we talked about with Willie Mack. I think right. it's it goes back to the persona behind the matches and and the and the moves that make it's make it make sense. You don't. I mean, how many times have we been like, oh, he finished with that? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. And that was it. You know, there's no there's no like secondary follow. Well, I hit with this one, but then I got to set up with this one. No, I hit with that one, two, three. That's it. Uh, because it made sense. You know, sometimes you're wrestling someone bigger and you're going to get the win. So that's what we do. I saw a match with Shane Taylor and a guy down here named Brick Savage. If you haven't seen Brick Savage, this dude is a fucking beast. He is gigantic. And the way they ended it made a lot of sense. Shane did not do the package pile driver. You know, it was, you know, hit him with his right hand and then somebody interfered and they had some stuff. And one, two, three, Shane goes over because this Brick guy is huge in the area because he's literally a big guy and him and Shane are going after it. And Shane's done an incredible job of losing weight and looking incredibly more athletic, but that's how they ended. He got a punch in it, staggered him. It didn't take him out. He and you know, uh, Brick had set beef with somebody else came in, caused the distraction. Then Shane gets the one, two, three, very solid way to do it, you know, because he wasn't going to get that done. There was no, uh, I'm going to follow up or whatever. And that's, I think the problem is we're not investing in the character we're investing in the moves nowadays as fans and not going, wait, I want to know more about this person. Who is it? Why does this make sense? You know, that's why I said, Kyle Fletcher, you're, you're a team Will Ospreay. That's all he is to me. There's nothing to di differentiate him between they have similar haircuts. They have similar styles. They're wearing essentially the same gear. What's the difference? I don't know. Action Andretti. He's another guy. There's no character behind him. He just does a whole bunch of cool flippy shit. Wears '90s looking gear and has a He's you know a millennial plug. haircut. It has a '90s sound and catchphrase. Yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you didn't know, you know. I'm actually yeah. Andre. Like, well, that, uh, yeah. So, so why wouldn't you say your name first and then say that? Hey, I'm actually Andre. If you didn't know, you know. Like that's. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, true. he he can Good take point. that. I'm sure you. I'm sure you'd be happy if he took that. Uh, take that advice action. Um, but that's uh, the way you described that Shane Taylor match is actually a perfect transition because it sounds very familiar. So in this match, Starks interferes and then Christian wins. 
And then everyone runs down because it's just a repeat of the opening segment, except, mm -hmm. you know, instead of beating up security, they're all they're all fighting each other. I say yeah. after this, fire everyone, because we just <laughs> can't have people fighting and brawling and stuff like just I wrong. was fearing for everybody's life in that arena. Um, I feared for the production crew and like <laughs> all the fans, you know, I was just worried. So I feel like the only course of action is to just fire everybody involved um i know adam copeland just got there sorry you should have seen the guy that you're replacing you should have seen how he went out you mm -hmm. should know better than to run out and get involved and throw fists when it's not your business so that's just my recommendation they're probably not going to go with it but and, and there's also the wild card of daniel bryan who's been known to choke people on the side of the ring with you know yeah, cords and stuff, you know yeah. so such a dick yeah so such a dick indeed yeah. i mean shit. Yeah. and does this mean it's official now Christian has got his own uh, crew of, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but uh, whatever they are. Is that, is that what's happening now? A crew of peeps? Uh, yeah, there you go. The peeps. It's the yeah. peep show. Again. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if he has local wrestlers every time he comes out to protect <laughs> him from everybody. But, I mean, that was it. So there was your episode of collision and now we are going to give it a letter grade so with this in mind uh with this main event in mind jimmy i'm going to you what Oof. grade do we give this episode um uh, i'm being generous but i'm going to say a c minus that is generous it is generous i could have gone d i think yeah i, I thought you were c. going d for dozing off <laughs> yeah yeah, well, oh, I mean, shit. No, I'll say C minus, man. Could have been better, though. Okay, all right. Uh, John, you don't see collision often, but when you do, you got to give it a letter grade. So what are you going to do? What Look, you gonna do, I've bro? had a D minus for this. This okay. was like, this is like the only If, if I may thing. ask, if I may yeah. ask, what saved it from failure? The the last match of the night. Okay. Like, this this was the yeah. last match of the night was solid everything was made sense it was good except for you know you had to run in the aftermath didn't make sense with all the people but that match was good solid and that's where i was at a d minus if not man this was going to be a failure because it was so well, wheels off you see for me the fact that we had uh jay white and and the main event that's the only reason why i gave a c of course because yep. you're you're an australian of course you want to see jay white and of course you love Kyle Fletcher because you're Australian. No, you, all you need now Kyle is uh, Bronson Reed or uh, Jonah to show up. And then hey, at least Bronson Reed has got something, unlike Kyle, Kyle Fletcher, whoever the fuck he is. He's got a I lot mean, of something. Just be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, but hey, Big don't. Bronson who are Reed, you trying to? Who are you trying to front on, John? You love Jay White. I love Jay White. Oh, We're yeah, Americans. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Jay White. Yeah. We Come love on, Jay man. White. I love Jay White. I love Sky Blue, Dark Sky. And I love <laughs> Keith Lee. So I got three things on this show. I'm still giving it a D, but at least it's not a it's at least it's not a fail. So, you know, with that being said, um it looks like that uh, Kalisha's got some work to do and they're going to have to go to summer school uh if they keep going in this direction. Um but uh we are just about out of here because tomorrow's a school day. So, Jimmy, it's already tomorrow for you. Um, yeah, man. And uh, where can we uh, find uh, more of you? Well, you can find me on the X at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Also, like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks. 
Not only do you get the realest talking professional wrestling, but also the best talking pro wrestling. Also, hamimidigroup.podbean.com for affiliate shows and at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com for all of our shows. And yeah, that's a wrap. All right, John, what about you, our special guest? I know that you and Jimmy do a lot of work together. Where can they find we you? We do. We, we, uh, we, we meet on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Right. to talk The Smack Attack, where we do review the WWE's SmackDown show on Friday nights, uh, which is right now on Fox. And then we talk about some other random wrestling shit on top of all that. Um, and then, uh, of course, you can always find me here on the internet. It says Jay Reezy Man, if you can't see it. It's right there underneath my Sunday Funday title for the day. Um, and then, of course, as always, uh, just as a reminder, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Uh, if you need help with resources or anything along those lines or raising awareness, you can always reach me, John, at freedomhousepc.org. Or if you need any help with any kind of mental health service or directions on where to find resources, you can email me there. Don't email me about wrestling or um, <laughs> any kind of other random bullshit, but I would be glad to talk to you about any help you might need at that. So please do so. And uh, just as a reminder, usually one in three women have experienced some form of abuse by the time they're 25. So uh, it's important for us to raise awareness for, for that and uh, make sure that we are doing our best to be as protective to women as we can. So that's it. That's true. We don't want to end up like a dark sky. Right. <laughs> Not to make light of the situation, but yeah. yeah. Listen to John. Listen to the uh, listen to all the stuff that he just laid out. And if you need to uh, call those hotlines or email those things, do that. Don't hesitate. Don't make excuses. Take care of yourself Absolutely. first and foremost, as always. As for me, you can find me at Opinion Hammer everywhere. You can find me all over Hameen Media Group. You're probably sick of me at this time, so you probably don't need to uh, see the all the places in detail. Check out Wrestling with Rip Rogers. Check out Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis, Stevie Richards Fitness, and everything else Stevie Richards is doing. And check me out at Opinion Hammer on Twitch. Very shortly, we'll uh, get in and start playing some games. Um, but we're going to wrap it up here. So for the absentee, Chris Ams, that's uh, Lands with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Uh, for Jimmy, who may or may not exist, and for our lovely guest host, John, I'm the vet, and I don't have a sign-off line, but I'll <laughs> tell you what we do. When we, uh, after the collision, Jimmy and John, and we'll try this with a delay, we sift through the, the wreckage. wreckage. <laughs> the wreckage. I'm Daddy Magic. <laughs> Go Rangers! Peace.
is it your favorite song? Yep. Yeah, what song is this? Oh, You Are My Sunshine. You Are My Sunshine. Would you like to do a little rendition of it now? Okay. All right. Take it away, Max. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Yeah. Yo, shook crews in the house, baby. We gotta pay tribute to the one and only, the big homie, MJF. Yo, what up, dog? Thanks for the twenty dollars. Yo, he's the nicest dude I know. Yo, check it out, yo. Yo, take it away, Max. MJF stay inspiring the people. And on camera, he was trying to be the evil guy, but now we can see it's all see-through. Says that he's better, but he treats me like an equal. At the soup kitchen, he was feeding all the homeless. In the locker room, bringing donuts for the workers. At the food court, he be tipping in the jars. And when he drives home, he emitting no carbons. He got a hybrid, mindful of environment. Life is so inspiring, high-fiving the firemen. When we have a show, he be helping with the flyering. Never shy when he's smiling, he be shining. Giving up one time for my sunshine, MJF, so cool, never unkind. Yo, behind closed doors, he's a fun guy, spending all summertime catching all the butterflies. Yo, MJF, yo, thanks, man. Yo, yo, I can't believe, I can't believe you gave my sister a kidney, dog. She was gonna die, man, and thanks to you. Made a difference. You changed the world, baby. Yo. You changed the world. You're my well, hero. I'm, I'm gonna be a opera singer and a wrestler. A wrestler? 